Welcome to today's episode of Games Unbeaten. I am Ralph. Joining me today is Paul. Hey, everybody. Today's featured game is the popular RPG social simulator known as Persona 5. Chronologically, Persona 5 is the sixth game in the Shin Megami Tensei side series called Persona. Announced during a special Atlas livestream event in November 2013 for a winter release on PlayStation 3 in winter 2014, the game was being planned during the closing production of Persona 4 and began development as Catherine finished. The game was developed in-house by P-Studios, which was led by game director and producer Katsura Hashino. Two other returning members of the staff were character designer Shigenori Shojima and music composer Shoji Meguro. The game was met with high critical acclaim and rave reviews and is the highest rated Atlas game on Metacritic at 93 with a user score of 8.7. Persona 5 takes place in modern Japan in the year of 20XX, not to be confused with Mega Man's 20XX, but which can be determined... Yeah, which can be determined to be 2016 according to calendar patterns, Mm. which I thought was a cool little touch. That's neat. I know that. So, within the Persona universe of the Shin Megami Tensei games, there are real-life locations from Tokyo such as Akihabara, Shinjuku, and Shibuya. Hmm. You play as a silent protagonist named named in certain media's Ren Amamiya. Which, which media? Uh, I think there's some mangas and I think like some side stories. So he was he was named Ren Amamiya and Ren something else because I know I named him after. I, I like to name my persona protagonist as whatever like their canonical names are. Okay. So you play as you play as a silent protagonist who was falsely accused of assault. As a result of the accusation, you were sent to stay with Sojiro Sakura and transferred to Shujin Academy. As you start the game, you are thrown right into the middle of a flashy heist taking place in what appears to be a flashy casino. Mm-hmm. But as the closing moments of the heist, you are abruptly awakened within the police interrogation room. The game really begins as you are re- recollecting your story to Sai Nijima, a public prosecutor at Tokyo District and Special Investigation Department. But enough about the story. I don't want to get into too many spoilers, but it's time to dive on in and talk about our personas of Persona 5 and why it's a game unbeaten. How you you ready, Paul? I think. I just think. What happened? I just think it's old enough for spoilers. Yeah, I, well, you, you, do, you, we do have, yeah, we do have Persona 5 Royale. Yeah, but they just added like a character or two. It wasn't like a... Yeah, well, they, then I, believe they, I believe it was what, a new Phantom Thief, no? And then like yeah. a side character. And, uh, yeah. What are they called? A confidant? Confidant, yeah. Well, no, the confidants are the, yeah, the people you talk to and yeah, get, uh, and you get your yeah. social links. Right. Okay, so let's start off with you, Paul. Let's talk about your experiences about Persona 5. So was this your first Persona game? Um, No, my first Persona was Persona 3 on the PS2. Um, I think I got the Fez version of Persona 3 Fez, which is like that... The one they released, uh, like, afterwards, because it had, uh, like, an extra, I wouldn't call it an extra game in it, but it had an extra, like, uh, what would you call it, like, an epilogue that was yeah, an extra, an epi- like, three or four epi- hours or so. Um, so I played that one. I knew about the uh, the first and second one on the PS1, right? The uh, Persona and Persona 2 Yeah. on well, PS1. Well, that's funny, because we were just talking prior to this recording. So, mm-hmm. like we said, this is the sixth game in the Persona side series of the Shin Megami Tensei games. And mm-hmm. so on PlayStation 1, we had the Shin Megami Tensei, Shin Megami Tensei 2, Innocent Sin, and mm-hmm. Shin Megami Tensei 2, Eternal Darkness. And so I was yeah. not familiar with the game, so. Yeah, I mean, like I, I knew, the only thing I knew about it was that it was an RPG where you could talk to the enemies. Mm-hmm. And like, you know... Talked them out of fighting, which is like, huh, that's weird, weird and different, you know. And and I don't know, if, like the first two even had like the whole, uh, you know, uh, the whole devil thing. Cause I know there's like what, like devil summoner, like not like I don't know if they're all any, if they're all connected um, with the persona, uh, all those other Shinigami yeah. games. So they so they take place in like a like a, a persona version universe of like those Shinigami Tensei games. So, but oh, is, a, is it a shared universe though? So, not with the SMT games, but with the Persona games, they are in a shared universe because you'll see certain characters make appearances in other Persona games, 
like I think Rise and you see her she's one of the main characters from Persona 4 or one of your your playable characters in Persona 4 you see posters of her in Persona 5 in the subway like she actually oh, okay. in, in her storyline in Persona 4 she's trying to become a J-pop idol and apparently in Persona 5 she made it because you see her posters of you know her upcoming shows all along the subway and I think in the that's first cool. Oh, that's cool. I wonder if we'll actually get like some type of, uh, um, you know, all together game. Yeah. For all when we're hanging out and. Well, I think the closest things we gotten so far were like the Persona Four Arena, which kind of had tie-ins of Persona oh, Three and yeah. Persona Four. Dancing. Oh, dancing games are with their own too, huh? Yeah. Like a Persona Five dancing game with just those characters. Yeah, and, and it, supposedly it's a canonical story. The Persona Five games. Uh, I, well, mm. I don't know if the Persona Four dancing, Persona Five dancing had a story. I know Persona Four. Dancing All Night had a story, but... Yeah, I got them. I, I think I got them, like, in a bundle one, on, during one of the PSN sales. Mm-hmm. So I have them all. I just need to play them. But, um, no, it's cool. Like, I didn't know that they were all, like, yeah, in a shared universe. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. Well, at least the Persona games. They do have, uh, yeah. as far as, like, the Shimagama Tensei games, they do have, like, carryover names of, like, Mabufu. Like, Bufu is Ice, and then Mabufu, and the different versions of, like, their, their power. It's kind of like how Final Fantasy has... Fira, Fira, Firaga, and Frija, Frijaja, or whatever. So I think those are the only things that carry over from the SMT games. Uh, cool. So as for your playthrough of Persona Five, uh, can you recollect how far you got into the game? Um, yeah, well, actually, I you know I kind of remembered. So then I just popped it in um, today just to make sure. And so I'm at 102 hours into the game. That's how much time I've sunk into this game, and I haven't beaten it. Um, so I'm at the, uh, Okumura's Palace, which is like the, uh, like the mechanical, there's, um, like, uh, robots running around. Yeah. Um, like you, know, that, you know, they all have, like, themes. So this one is, like, yeah, the futuristic robot themes. Um, and I'm level 39. Um, and so, yeah, you know, and I, I remember getting up to it and, and enjoying the heck out of the game, you know, up until this point. And the only reason I haven't proceeded past this was because you know sometimes you get lost in this game it doesn't tell you where to go exactly i mean it has like the little mini map mm-hmm. uh with the like exclamation point and it tells you like this is the general area you're supposed to be traveling but this one like you're supposed to steal a key card from one of the robots um and and you know but i don't know where that one is exactly you have to like talk to some and i think certain, um, certain ones will drop it after you defeat them i think right I it, yeah i'm not sure so i, I just need to find that one and I can get through because I'm I like I'm I'm not like I'm not sure how how high of a level I am for like the recommended of that palace. Mm-hmm. But I don't know every every enemy I've I've run into, you kind of you know you get used to them after a while. If you're doing these palaces, you know because you go from the the you know zero level and you got to climb your way to the top, so you, you run into a lot of the same enemies. Yeah. So I you know you find a pattern in them and you you know you know who's weak against what uh, what's you know a magic attack, um, and all my Every my squad. So my squad is I have Joker, uh, Ryuji, which is Skull, and which is the Panther, and Makoto, which is Queen. They all have like their own, you know, magic attacks, and they're all spread out very evenly. So everyone does an attack that's one enemy's weak to. So you know, like a Panther has the fire. No, yeah, she has fire. So you kind of spread it out. Yeah. So you you have to make sure, like, you know. Who, which enemy is weak to what, and then you just, you know, you you basically spam that until they die. And I know my Joker has, like, I think three different attacks. I know he has wind, ice, and uh, maybe a lightning one. So, it's, it, you know, it's very evenly spread out, so I don't have to keep switching out characters. And so they've been my team for, like, almost the whole game. I haven't even, I haven't really used Fox. I haven't used, um, what's her face with the feather hat? I forget her name right now. Ha- uh, Haru? Or even, like, Morgana. Like, I kind of, I stopped using all them because this is, like, my dream team. In a sense, so like I said, the whole um, getting used to the enemies, I, I've discovered that I just need these guys. I don't need anyone else, really. So, so, so here's, um, a, here's so another, I, here's a real mm-hmm. quick important question: Who did you waifu in the game? Oh, <laughs> uh, the doctor. <laughs> just there's something about her, and, and just the whole like the discount on uh, the meds and the healing. Yeah, those are great, but just like the whole mystery, like you know, how far can you go? Uh, how. Uh, you know, like what were her, were her really get her attentions because yeah. she has like that whole uh, mystery too. Or I think someone's like hounding her for money, I think, or something like that. 
if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm trying to get to the bottom of that. And it, I don't know, it's cool. And it's, you know, she's off the school. And, and I don't know, it's very beneficial to like, <laughs> uh, you know, try and hook up with her. So it's, it's cool. I, I like that whole thing. And, you know, her research. Because, you know, oh, yeah. you, you, I watch that anime. So you get some yeah, little fan service going on. Right. So that's what I'm waiting for. So we'll see what happens. I mean, if I ever finish the game, oh, we'll see where that leads. <laughs> For sure, uh, and then like I said, yeah, the the discounts on the meds and everything is, is perfect. No, well, you know that's what you're using. Now, what are some of your favorite things about the game? Like, did you like the battle engine? Did you? Oh yeah, I mean everything. The whole like you know social climbing um, with, with all your classmates, as well as um, like these off people. Like you know you're you're staying with the uh, um, Sojuro, so you're you're building like your curry making which I thought was neat. And it's just mm-hmm. like the little things you have to balance out every day, calling your teacher, who's like a maid, which is really cool. You know, it, it's a funny little thing that you have to do. Um, all that stuff, it, it's, it really makes for, a, it's like you put, it's a social simulator. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to make friends. You have to, you know, things that you, you the relationship you build up with people is, is beneficiary later on, uh, depending on, you know, whether you're leveling up or you get discounts on things. So it, it's really cool to see that kind of stuff. And, and I mean, the whole, uh, I like, the, I, I can't think of this, or I can't remember actually of the Mementos part was in any, I don't think it was in any of the other games, So, but so, like, there's like this off section it's called the Mementos, right? Yeah. And it's like a, like a subway basically. And, uh, Morgana turns into like a bus. So like you're just the, driving around. The yeah, moment, the, like the darkness. Yeah. The momento the Mementos section was actually kind of based off of. The Tartarus in Final Fantasy, or not Final Fantasy, Persona 3. Oh, okay. So that's why they had, like, real similar, like, aesthetics and stuff like that, like, randomly generated. So, like, for the listeners that don't know, there's a location in the game called Mementos, where during the story of the game, each of the, each of the antagonists in the game have some kind of corrupt storyline where they build a palace in their mind. And in their palace is where you're trying to go to steal their treasure to steal their heart and then change revert them back to hopefully being a better person while the mementos was added for like smaller little side missions where you have like a guy that's bullying someone at work so instead of him getting instead of his angst becoming a full-on palace he's stuck in mementos so that's what it was like a side story diversion there's actually a couple hidden bosses and some personas you can get down there oh really oh cool yeah yeah it just it it's it to me it was really like it's it's really uh good at knowing like what level you are and not you know overpowering enemies even like you go really far down oh yeah uh, i found it like not too hard and, and it's a real easy way to level up especially when it's raining because that's when the enemy's a little bit harder oh, and yeah. you, have, you have more experience so i i used to i mean i think that's where a lot of my time went into was going down to the mementos because it was easily leveling up you know easily getting money and just, and it was cool seeing how far you can go and seeing who you can kill. And yeah, those those little stories also also of, uh, you know, uh, changing someone's heart and, like you said, uh, changing the bully's mind or, you yeah. know, whatever. So that was, it, it was cool. I really liked that part. It, it, you know, because there's not really a way to grind in this game other than that. Because, yeah. you know, you're on a timetable every time. Oh, yeah, time every crunching. Time you have, yeah, you have, like, you know, a month to change their mind or else, you know, it's game over, basically. And it's funny because so I, I think they, they put set pieces in the story where... It kind of pushes you because usually in most of the palaces, you start the palace mm-hmm. and you're free to do whatever you want. But then there's a certain set piece in the real world that will kick down the timer. And it's like, oh, like currently yep. you have 18 days to change to steal mm-hmm. Kamoshida's treasure. Right. So that, that, that gave me a little bit of anxiety, to be honest, <laughs> you know. It was, it was always enough time. I think I always, every other palace I finished, I still had like a week or two to go. What's I think that? maybe just because mementos, so I, I leveled up, you know, and, yeah. and it made the, the, the boss fight a little bit easier. They were so tough, but it was, you know, I, I didn't struggle as much. I felt in, uh, like I did in part three or, or four. Now, uh, you know, and it's funny. I didn't really write this question on the side notes, and it's just a question that came to me right now on the fly. Where would mm-hmm. you rank Persona like compared to like a Final Fantasy, like Persona Five compared to a Final Fantasy? What would you? What would it be? It's comparable. Um, man, it's a good question. I guess it, it, I'm trying to think. I, I'm trying to think of the ones that I've played because I've only played three, four, and five. Oh, yeah. And I'm trying to think of where it ranks in even those. So I might go part three as being my favorite. 
even, even though I never finished it. Um, just I, I hold like I like the whole. It was it was a much more darker uh, persona because you know like to to call out your persona to shoot yourself they in the head every time. In the head, yeah, yeah, and I was I thought that was cool and dark, you know, and that's how they they figured out can you even have a persona is if you can go through with that because they didn't know if they were gonna die, the, which is really cool. In the midnight hour, right? It was it was cool. I thought that was really dark, and it's like every time you got to pull out that. And then I thought it was cool too how every character does it differently too. Like one guy points it at his forehead, another guy just at his temple. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was like, oh, that's it's I don't know, it's dark, and they they probably gonna get away with that these days. Uh, so it was it was cool to see. So and and I would probably rank this as my second favorite behind behind three cycle three five and four. I really enjoyed four, especially Golden on the Vita. Oh yeah, beautiful. Uh, but this one, it, it was it was great. I think I I, I like the characters. I think a little bit more in five. Even the protagonist, I even though they're all silent, I kind of mm-hmm. I dug them a little bit better. Maybe just because the people you interact with, I don't know. Yeah, and you kind of you kind of mold them into your own and stuff like that. Like you're doing the, yeah, the different side stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, it was it was really neat. Like I think so I, I had, but man, Final Fantasy, yeah, I, I I put it up there with like Final Fantasy, hmm, like ten. Okay, I really enjoyed ten. Almost like a middle, not really a, like a higher middle of the road kind of. Yeah, it was just one that it. I mean, there's really hardly any bad things I can say about it. I, I, I enjoyed the heck out of both games. Uh, I mean, I beat ten. I, I never beat this one, but it was definitely up there in just in just story and and characters uh, and settings and just you know, at the time, uh, how pretty of a game it is. Mm-hmm. And even like the music, I'm not really that big of a music oh, person in, in games. Um, but you know, a lot of the songs in this one are really memorable, and they kind of it goes with the the whole aesthetic of the game. Yeah, it's really like upbeat and jazzy, and it's like it makes you want to, you know, move and keep going. So it's it's cool, sure. <laughs> so what are what are some of your most memorable set pieces or moments from the game? Set pieces, I like the like I said, I like the mementos, especially so when it's raining, just because I don't know, it seems a lot more dark down there. Yeah. Uh, so that that's really cool, and then also I like the uh, going into the velvet room because that's all mysterious. You know, you have the well, twins. Well, on this one, it's uh the velvet room is actually like morphed into what a jail cell. Yeah, so you're you know a prisoner, and they call you and they call you a prisoner. I think. Yeah. The the twins, and then like the uh, yeah I know there's the, I forget his name. Igor. His name? Igor. Igor. Yeah. Uh, so he's like you know all mysterious, and I think that's uh that, it's always been neat going into those games dealing with that. Yeah, and then, like, I don't know. Oh, no, I feel like Igor is like the Sid of the Persona games, you know, oh, like the yeah, same in everyone. True. He's in all of them, yeah. So, like, and then, I don't know, I guess the also the palaces, they, they've all been really neat, too, and and how well implements the, the boss fights, and then also just, like, the, the fallout from when you finally, uh, you know, change their heart, or steal their heart, rather. Yeah. And and you've seen how that how that goes around, so. Well, yeah, yeah. and then, like, they're, I think they're even their real-world persona of them like their their real world alter ego over them changes also yeah. they get like more irritated with you the second they see you right yeah <laughs> so that's that's yeah it's really cool and so and so you had stated that you were during the game one of the things you remember a lot was going to see the doctor tai what's her name tai takima takima yeah something like that and so you remember visiting her a lot then yeah and and you know i, I as much as you could because you can't do it like every day yeah, so I remember certain... I did her as much as I could. I did the uh, the teacher that would come clean your room, just because I wanted to see her story as well, and just and you know see how far that relationship can go. Because mm-hmm. you know you got to keep it a secret, because no one else can do that. She was, <laughs> you know, broke and trying to do money on the side by being a maid. Yeah, which is funny. Just and that's another thing which I like about these games too. It's like you know it has a side of of Japanese life that you wouldn't see you oh, know, yeah. in America, like a Japanese and, simulator, life simulator. For sure, and, and and does that really happen? You know what I mean? Do they have those services where you can call up a maid? Yeah, and, I don't, you know, I don't know. My whole my, my whole dream of going to Japan and hopefully is like living out my Persona Five and Persona Four yeah, dreams yeah. and walking around going to all this right. stuff, and calling up maids and going to you're, you're gonna see me jump into a TV at a department store. I'm like I'm yeah, going right. to. That's the where you gotta, you gotta play the uh, <laughs> your cruiser games too because they 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 offer a life in Japan too as well. Oh yeah, you can see how how things go. So it's just another one. Well, that's uh, why I go. That's why I go back to Shenmue every period periodically because I want to see what life was like in 1980s Japan. Right in a little in a little village, <laughs> driving a forklift. Okay, so uh, okay, so uh, as for playability, uh, have you ever gone back to go back to try to finish this game? 
Yeah, I'm trying to think the last time besides uh, today, because today I just, you know, I just popped in to see where I was. It yeah. was mostly just like a, where am I at in the game? But I remember this game being very easy to just pop back in and play again. Like, it's, it's like a, uh, like riding a bike. You kind of don't forget, like, what to do, what to press. I think, but maybe because, like, all the other games are very similar mm-hmm. when it comes to, like, the button the button prompts and everything. Oh, so, yeah. yeah oh, the battle I, I, engine. I, yeah, yeah, it's all been the same. Yeah, it's all the same. So it's um, yeah, it's, it's very easy to just pop it in. I have several times before. I think there was one time where I actually um lost my train of thought. Oh, okay, so I actually won, and and I think I beat a palace finally. And I'm like, okay, so you, you know, you kind of get into those grooves again. Um, and then, but I, yeah, I think uh, for this one, I only haven't passed it. I think just because I got stuck, and it's, it's not because it's hard, because I just don't know where to go. And I, you know, I never bothered looking up um, what to do, or I don't even know. Do they have strategy guys these days of, of games? I don't even know. I don't even know about this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, that that's this one. It was like I, I should probably just look up to see where exactly where I need to go, and I could beat it because I I feel I could beat this palace no problem with the level I'm at and you know the items or whatever. So I think, yeah, maybe one of these days I will. Ah, now, for do you, sure. Do you, have, do you have any closing thoughts about Persona Five? Um, Anything like if say uh, say I'm say I'm uh, someone that's never played the game and I'm interested in playing it. Like, what would you tell me like about Persona Five? Like, hey, Paul, I'm interested in. Per- what, what can you tell me about Persona Five? Do I need to I go back say, and play other Personas? No, I no. These, these are all every game is a standalone game, mm-hmm. and, and they're very traditional RPGs. They're all turn based. You know, and I, I would I would recommend this one over the others. I guess just because it's a little bit more accessible, just to have a PS4 if you have it already. Yeah. Just to pop it in, and then if you you know want the most current one, you can get the Royale version. Uh, but I don't think you'll be missing anything if you just got the regular, as far as I can tell. You know. So, and you know, and like I said, it it, it ranks up there with one of my favorites. So I would definitely say get it. I you know I like it enough that I got all like the Funko Pops that they released of the old characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. So oh, damn, you got all, all the pops of them? Oh yeah, no, there's there's I think six. See, I've got them all, and you know I got the like the special edition of the game when it first released, the, the big, Take Your the, Heart Premium Edition, yeah, the big hundred and twenty dollar, twenty nine dollar version. Was, Jesus Christ, yeah, I'm <laughs> sure it was. So it came with the art book, um, the bag, you know, which is I I use every once in a while, like the school bag they use. Oh, you really but, use it? <laughs> oh yeah, I use everything that that's usable, like that, that comes with like a special edition. Yeah, I'll use it because oh, you know, why not? I open, take the game out, and I throw that special edition on my shelf and never touch it again. I just, I mean, it's practical. <laughs> so yeah, I, I've used it to like carry beer in before, and I've gone to breweries and stuff. So, so it's a good bag, so I might as well use it. Yeah, it comes with a little plush of Margana, the little yeah. I remember, I remember getting a little plush. Yeah, so it's cool. Yeah, and so like I said, I, I, and it, I don't know. It wasn't one where I'm like, I, I need to get Royale too. So you, I feel like I already got this one. So to answer my my next question, then you haven't picked up Persona Persona Five Royale. I don't, I don't see the point, honestly. It's it's not like it's really adding much to me, at least yeah. enough that made me want to get it. Just because, like you know, a, another uh, playable character, and and is that really that's it? Is, is there any more story? Yeah, know? like are you gonna sink another hundred hours in and then just to yeah, see what one, see what they add to it? As far as I know, that's not the case. It's just more, I guess, of a. I don't know, second release, special edition. But if you find a special edition or the, the collector's edition, you get a the Joker mask when you want to run around your house as a as I a phantom so. thief. That's practically you can wear it outdoors now when you know the mask. <laughs> Except it's cover your mouth, but yeah. But sure. like, hey, that's a technicality right there, right? They say you just need yeah. to have a face covering. Covering um, yeah. Just have I'm covering my eyes only. So yeah, no, I, I never I don't know. I, I even think like, oh, what if I see it cheap one day? And it's like, nah. I'm good. I have the steel book of the original. And I really don't feel like I'm waiting for that Persona Five Royale to drop. Like the collector, the one with the mask. Like I'm, oh, a, yeah. I'm holding out for it. Like I want. I think it, it popped back up again in stock for like eighty nine ninety nine. Oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, come on, come down to sixty nine or fifty nine, then I'll get it. I, I paid enough for the original, so I'll, yeah. I'll be all right just with this. It's, it's, it's just, it's just gonna sit there. I'm not gonna play it because I don't want to seek another hundred something hours and do it again. So yeah, another, another time sink. Yeah, I got too much to play already, so that's fine. <laughs> I, I mean, I still need to beat this one, so why why get it again? Oh yeah. yeah. So. All right. Oh so, man, Ooh, I talked a lot. All right, you so, Ralph. Let's, so I, uh, I guess that closes you out, right? Yeah, for sure. What's yeah. uh, was this your first Persona game? 
So, no, so this is actually, I've made several, this is not my first Persona game. I've actually made several attempts to play and beat Persona 3 and 4, both in Persona 3, Persona 3 Fez, Persona 3 Portable, and Persona 4, Persona 4 Golden. As well as I've, I've actually dipped my toes into the Shimagama Tensei games and tried to play through SMT4 on the 3DS, which was an amazing game, by the way, and Strange Journey on the Nintendo DS. Man, so, so there were like PS2 games... From that series, the 3DS, like you said. Oh yeah, I mean, I mean from yeah, the from the side series of well, I guess Persona would be considered the side series, but mm-hmm. that because of its popularity, they, a lot of people call Persona the main series now, and SMT is the side is the side series now. Yeah, which is That's funny because one. yeah, we got we got we had SMT five announced for the Nintendo Switch like two years ago, mm-hmm. and we haven't heard anything and since then. We've had Persona 5, Persona 5 Royale, and Persona 5 Strikers come out. Well, I think Strikers only came out in Japan, which was a, a Switch Switch release in Japan only. And it's actually a it's made with Team Ninja, and it's actually a Dynasty Warriors type Persona game. Oh, what the heck? Yeah. Oh, and, no idea. Yeah, it, it, I have a demo of it because if you have a Switch, you can access any. If you make an account, you can make an account in any eShop. And I've downloaded the Persona 5 Strikers for the Switch. And it's it's pretty fun. You know, it's got the same mechanics. It's like, it's, I don't know, I forgot the name of that those type of games, the Dynasty War games. But it has that same mechanic where you're just being a shitload of like the Phantoms or the or the, or the Personas. And okay. they have their their weaknesses. So you can do like a, you hit them with something that they're weak to and it'll knock them all down. And you can do like a bonus attack and it's all flashy. That's cool. And it, yeah, you yeah. Know, it, looks, it looks just as good as Persona 5. Oh, dang. Oh, so you know, as for Persona Five, like the furthest I've gone to that game, and it's funny because once you you told me where you got, I ended up loading mm-hmm. up my game as well, and so mm-hmm. like I got my game, you know, my main character, I got him up to level thirty eight with sixty six hours and thirty eight minutes of gameplay, and mm-hmm. I was at Okamura's Palace as well, mm-hmm. and my end game date was September twenty first with twenty days to go before Haru was sold off. Uh, I so, think I have 14 days on mine. And, and so I loaded up my game and played through a little bit to see who my, who, where I was at exactly in the palace. And I was just on that path where I was about to steal the treasure to to get the boss fight going and stuff like that. My party consisted of the main character, Morgana, uh, Makoto, which was my waifu, and Haru. <laughs> well, I guess oh, Makoto, wow. Makoto was my playthrough waifu because I think, I think at one point it was funny because... I remember this game used to give me so much anxiety because I tried to like court everyone and I'm getting all the different things. And I think at one point, I think I was doing the, what was the, the, the Shogi player, Hifumi? I was oh, courting God. her and Makoto yep. at the same time. And then I think at one point in the story, you see both of them. And I was like, I almost turned off my PlayStation at that point because it's like, I guess Makoto asked you like, oh, what are you doing here? And like Hifumi's right there next to you. And I was like, oh shit, what do I do? I think I posted a picture and one of my old coworkers named is Victor. And he's like, he's like, he's like, stay calm. Just do what any man would do. And he was like, lie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man. The ladies. But like, it's funny because like Victor, he never really comments on anything. But the second he put that in, I was like, oh, man. But yeah, uh, it, that's how, as far as I was in the game. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to, uh, <clears throat> on, on a side note, like, what are we talking about? The, how I asked you about like who I waifu'd in the game. So in in the gameplay, I think I was doing the Makoto and the Hifume and the uh, Kawakami, the teacher. So oh, yeah. I think I had them all. I I think I had them all out that one thing. And I think at one point I was gonna try to do all of them. I saw I was reading like FAQs on how to court everyone in it because it, it give you like a special scene on Valentine's Day where like they're all giving you a present at once. Oh dang! But I think. Um, Makoto was my my playable character that I enjoyed a lot, and then the, mm-hmm. I thought the teacher was cool, and I think Hifume I was trying to raise hers because if you get hers to a certain rank, I think you get more experience from battles. Oh, okay. Like yeah, each person that each confidant that you raise in a certain rank would give you certain benefits throughout the game. Oh wow, okay. So yeah, that's cool. that's where I left off. Oh man, it's crazy how close we are, and then just put the hours difference. I know, and, and just because I spent a lot of time and. <laughs> 
Mentos. It's got to be. Yeah, I was shocked when you when, when you said your palace, and I looked at my palace, and I'm like, what the hell? We're at the <laughs> like, wait, we're like at the same exact spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then our levels aren't even that far off. No, and, not at all. I'm one level ahead of you. And I, like, what? and I was thinking too. I was like time syncing a ton of stuff because I was following all these like guides and walkthroughs on how to build the perfect persona, because yeah. there is a your main persona for the for the antagon, for your protagonist was mm. arson arson the gentleman thief yeah. and there was a certain pattern on certain personas that you can fuse a certain way to get him to be perfect and i, I don't know if he had a different name but i believe he was a red arson you would have him and he was like almost unbeatable so okay. i was i was trying to follow that path and who knows like if i ever load it up and find out where i'm at i'm all lost well yeah so that's cool yeah like i said you know i was like man even like researching and getting stuff ready for the show, I was like getting all hyped up about the game. So, so you know, something that I, you know, I'm all, I'm all, I'm all reading the questions to myself. Uh, something that I remember most about this game, or something that stood out the most to me, was the music and artwork. Like you said, you know, it's really jazzy, really flashy, and the artwork was really like it popped. Like especially yeah. like you bring up that menu and he's just like bam, he slams it right right in your face. Yeah, it, yeah. it had me real fired up. And then, like, I can't go on enough about the soundtrack. This is probably one of my most favorite video game soundtracks of all time. I can listen to this nonstop, regardless of the situation. I can be at work. I can be at home. Like, anytime I fire up the soundtrack, like, I'm all amped up. I mean, we listen to it. I, I, you know, I listen to it a day. And we, I listen to it so much. Like, even my kids listen to it. Like, both of my boys know most of the songs by heart. We'll be in the car and they're like, you never seen it coming. And everyone's singing it in the car as we're driving. Like, we just love this soundtrack. And it's funny because, you know, I, I, I try not, I try to monitor what my kids play a lot. But my oldest son really, really enjoys this game. Like, I think he just likes the flashiness. He doesn't understand, like, the concepts and, like, some of the adult themes in it. But, oh, he loves that the artwork, the music. He, I mean, he played it like he was playing a Pokemon game. He's fighting the personas and fusing them left and right and doing it. He was so much in like in love with this game that he ended up making his, himself a uh, a Joker mask, a persona mask, and he made one for his brother. So I remember, I think I took a picture and I sent it into Atlas to be posted on their Persona 4, I think they did, or no, Persona 5 fan site. They were going to do something, and I think their picture got chosen, but I never saw, they never posted a picture because the whole COVID thing started. Yeah, but yeah, during, you know, uh, the aesthetics of the game, the artwork of the game was so flashy and, and awesome. It was almost like you're watching, you're playing through an anime. Oh, you still there, Pablo? You're kind of yeah. blocking out a little. I'm stepping away too much. You're, you're hitting, you're hitting the rum. Or what were you drinking? Some bourbon. <laughs> oh yeah, but no, I'm here. That's weird. I haven't stepped away. That's strange. Yeah, you cut out really low for something like if you walked huh. away. No, I'm still here. I'm fast out yet. <laughs> You're not that drunk. No, I could be drunker. That's for sure. On a Wednesday, on a Tuesday night. Might as well. I'm not working right now, so it's all great. Baby. So <laughs> anyway, so, um, so, yeah. So, uh, so, um, so, can you see yourself getting back into the game at any point, Ralph? Oh man, this is like the loaded question. This is like the million dollar question right here. So mm-hmm. I, I want to play it so bad. This is, like I said, one of my most favorite games that I've never beaten that I've played besides Final Fantasy XII, mm-hmm. besides Bioshock, besides whatever else we talk yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, uh, you know, a while back, Atlas trademarked Persona 5S and P5S. So, How does that mean, bro? So when I, they were trademarking this, I was super excited. I was like, oh, man, like, please, please, please tell me that this is a switch port of Persona 5. Well, turns out really wasn't because it was mm-hmm. Persona Five Strikers, and so I, well, game? so which was Persona Five Strikers, which is which is a Dynasty Warriors like game of Persona. Damn it! What was it? Make them? It was I thought it was like soccer. What was yeah. it? No, it was Mario Strikers. What was it Mario was Strikers? Game? Yeah. Dang it! That'd been funny. They released a soccer game. Huh? Yeah, Persona soccer so, game. So yeah, so I was really hoping that this game would be re re released onto the Switch. Because, like I said, the way my life is, it's easier for me to play something portably where I can put it to sleep, pick up for like 20 minutes here, play, pick up for another hour here, and finish. But 
you know, of all the games I play, usually I beat them. I'm more likely to beat them on a portable system like Persona 4. I've gone further and almost beat Persona 4 Golden on the Vita compared to Persona 4 on the PS4. I didn't get nearly as far. Okay. So I was hoping and holding out, and I'm still holding out a little bit of hope because Atlas has been working with Nintendo, Air, you know, a little more friendly and stuff like that so i'm hoping i'm hoping we'll get a persona 5 on the switch if not the only other way i can really see myself getting back into persona 5 is i'm actually i, I have the copy right now i have the ps3 version of persona 5 or if i were to pick up the persona 5 royale i'll go back and play it you'll start it all over yeah i'll start all over and you'll start over and beat it hopefully or start it over on the ps3 and then continue off on a PS4 where I, whenever I catch up to that point. Well, but, I'll just start over though on, on a lesser I system. I don't, well, just because I mean, have you have you ever played the person? Have you ever seen it on the PS3? No, I mean it's. I, I guess it, I felt no reason to. Yeah, it's not. It, and it's funny because this game was originally intended to be released on PS3, so it doesn't look that bad. Like the Persona Three, the Persona Five port on PS3 is actually pretty decent. It's got a little bit more loading times, but it's almost identical. So that doesn't say like go back and play it on PS3. Well, just because I won't, ha I wouldn't have to start a new save and then like, because you know how the Persona fight, the Persona saves are like you don't really get that like they're all listed like in a thing and like oh my like, oh shit what if I actually need to delete over my other one? Yeah, but that would be, I mean that would probably be like ideal for me to be able to start over. So I would start over on PS3 play up to where I got and then try to continue on the PS4 after once I kind of like a refresher course like I'm, I'm I'm playing the recap episode of an anime sounds like a waste of time to me Ralph but you do you <laughs> I think that's the only way I can really get in because like right now I'm I'm lost I'm like I don't remember who's who what, what to go where what what stats I were building on my character I feel like it's probably easier just to read a recap or something online go watch a long play, play. Another 60 hours yeah of your life, do something that's gonna take you five minutes, <laughs> and then start over. You know, then stay from there. Just zip through it and real quick. Yeah, just watch it. We'll see how it goes. Let, let's see if you fire up your uh, old save and continue. If you can continue. Well, I did today. Like I said, I, I've done it before, uh, where I've I've jumped right back into the palace, and yeah, I, I pretty much. I mean, do you really need to know the the the, uh, the palace beforehand? No, I, you know what I, I think it is is I don't need to know what happened before because I kind of remember, but I think it's to get that to kind of like rebuild that rapport with the characters again for me to invest and then go back and finish it. I feel like I need to reintroduce myself, reacquaint myself with them. I've, to me, it never left. I, I still am very familiar with the characters, and I don't know. Yeah, I feel yeah, I got the I got the memory of like a cat though. I forget everything. I don't even remember what I had for breakfast today. Oh, man, it's probably cereal, frosted flakes. No, I um, yeah, no. Like I, said, I, I, I honestly probably would be, I think best just to, because I think once you like read or or see like a YouTube video, like kind I said, of, it'll kick back in. You know, it'll you'll remember because it's I, it's not. Uh, yeah, that you, old. and you might be right because like I said, when we were firing up for this episode, I loaded up my old save, and yeah. I was like, okay, I'm in Okamura's ca uh, palace right now, and then I was doing one of the boss fights and then checking who my team was. And I'm like, well, maybe I could fire it up again and, and yeah. try to dive back in and see it's where not, I was at. It's not like a, you know, Nintendo game. It's not that old. Yeah. So I figured your, your memory is, uh, even though we're getting old, it's not that bad. So yeah, I, don't know, I feel like you could actually, uh, get back into fairly quickly. Like, like I said, I've done it before and it's just like, okay, I know where I am and I know how to play. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm just trying to save some time, Ralph. I'm trying to save another save, eighty hours of save me life. another save me another uh, six to six hours happen. and thirty yeah, minutes. You're gonna get like twenty hours in and just stop playing again. <laughs> so I'm, trying, I'm trying to help you out here, buddy. Uh, I don't want. I didn't, I didn't find the golden path to this game. Oh yeah, good luck. Good luck, Ralph. Because it's like, who is the, who is the perfect waifu? That's the most important <laughs> question, right there. Right. It's like in real life. <laughs> and we'll never we'll never find an answer. Hey, my brother. <laughs> okay, so I guess that closes out like my thoughts on the game. Uh, like I said, it's one of my. Do you have any, uh, you have any closing thoughts, Ralph? Well, yeah. I mean, this is one of my most like one. I I want to consider this probably one of the best video games I've ever played. 
just mm-hmm. all around. Like it had it hit everything. The gameplay, the music, the 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 waifus. art, the graphics, the waifus, mm-hmm. uh, plenty of waifus, man. Oh, yeah. and if I if I had no life, I would go back and marry them all. <laughs> wow. But you know, I can't play through that. If I'm lucky, I'll be able to play through that game one more time in my lifetime. Yep. And so yeah, um, Persona Five. Uh, maybe we'll we'll hear about a Persona Six, and by the time that comes out, we'll we'll both have beaten the game. Yeah, let's hope so. That'd be great. And then you know, I just want to. So uh, you know, our closing our closing thoughts on the game. We both enjoyed it. One of the games that we'd love to go back to and finish. And to close it out, I want to have a little bit of an interesting fact that I've kind of researched about the game, oh. and see if you if you were be known to you about these things. So no, the game, I didn't read them, bro. So these are all news to me. Uh, so let's hear it. So the game was originally announced for the PS3. Mm-hmm. So uh, at the time, this game was announced in 2013 for uh, a release in winter of 2014, and by the time we got that game. In Japan, it came out in September of 2016, worldwide, March 4th, 2017. Wow. So about six years later. And then that ties in because the March 4th date, um, I want to say that the Nintendo Switch came out around the same time. So mm-hmm. that was, I, when this game came out, probably another reason why I never beat it is I was juggling this game and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild on the Switch. Hmm. So it was See. a real hard, it was, it was hard because, I mean, both games are, I mean, you look at, you know, timeless classics of video games, and I want to say Persona 5 just right up there with Breath of the Wild, which was an amazing Zelda game. Mm. So that's just about the release. It took, took, a little, took, a little, took a few minutes for that game to come out, and it was originally only a PS3 game, and yep. we got it on both. And I, I want to say, too, they even used, like, a, it was like the game, in, the game Bryo engine, which was or a modified game brow engine, which was used in Catherine. And then, did you have any experiences with Catherine at all? I played a little bit on the uh, PS3 when it first came out, and yeah, I mean you could definitely tell it, it's similar and it's like it's fast paced and it's uh, quirky and mm-hmm. you know kind of weird. Like I felt like the artwork from Catherine was real similar to Persona. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, even the the dude looks like uh, Joker. Yeah, almost that's a haircut. You know. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. all, so also, uh, I I remember this line. This is you get this line during the first time you go to Mementos, but references references to Studio Ghibli film My Neighbor Totoro were in this game. So there's a line from Morgana stating that cats turning into buses is an extremely widespread cognition amongst the general public. Hmm. So I, have you ever seen My Neighbor Totoro? Oh yeah, it's classic. Yeah, so. I just thought that was a, a, a funny little little nod to that thing where people think that cats turn into buses because the cat in the game turns into a van. Right. And it gets you through mementos. Indeed. And then, so Café LeBlanc was named after Maurice Marie Emile LeBlanc, a French novelist and writer of short stories known primarily as the creator of, fictional, of the fictional gentleman thief and detective Arsène Lupin. So your main your the main persona of your hero is Arsene, which was uh, based off Arsene Lupin, a, a gentleman thief, and also the anime of Lupin, Lupin the Third. Oh yes. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a you know one of the things one of the tie-ins to some of the stuff in the real world and what was going cool. on. Oh yeah. And so the main characters the main characters each had a persona aligned to them. That were themed after all outlaws and picturesque real world lore and stories. So these are all the all the personas for the main characters were themed after people that you know based off of lore stories that had to do with rebellion and renegades. So you know you had Arsene Lupin, the gentleman thief, Robin Hood, who was still from Nottingham, Zorro, Captain Kidd, and Carmen. So that's why they had the you know your other. Uh, protagonists had main main personas and they were all considered like renegades of their era and Joker was a DLC character in the re-release of Catherine Full Body which is currently available on Playstation 4 and as of I want to say maybe even 
next week, July. Well, I don't want to date this episode, but in July of twenty, uh, July the first week of July twenty twenty, I believe, Catherine full body gets re released on a Switch, and you get Joker as a DLC character. So, and then in line with being DLC characters and guest appearances. Joker was the first DLC fighter in the Smash Brothers Ultimate Fighter Pass Season 1, being the first Atlas character to be represented in Super Smash Brothers. So, that was, yeah, that, I mean, I, it was funny because that was way out of left field. I think it was announced at the Video Game Developer, or no, the Video Game Awards, the one that like, Game Trailers, I guess, used to be the main sponsors for. But I think uh-huh. one of the announcements was. Joker and Smash Bros. and everyone was shocked because, I mean, the last time we had a, um, I mean, I, I can't even think of a, besides the DS and the 3DS games, we haven't had a Persona game other than the original Super Nintendo ones, which we never got here in the U.S. We never got a Persona game on any of, or even a Shin Megami Tensei game on a Nintendo system other than the DS or 3DS. So that was like way out of left field. Uh-huh. And, uh, cool. and he's a real fun character in the game to use. Oh yeah. So I guess that's all I got for you know little fun tidbits and stuff like that. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah, it was a very fun episode. I I really enjoyed talking about this game and really got me fired up to go back and play. How about you, Paul? Oh no, for sure. Like I said, I, I fired up again tonight, and I was like, man, I why didn't I finish this? And it it really is one where I I feel like I'm I'm so many hours in. I should be close to the end. So I, well, I think I will look up just how or exactly where I need to go and just knock it out. Because, I, I, like I said, I, I feel like the enemies in this palace are very uh, easy to beat for me just because of the level I'm at and, and all that stuff. So I think uh, it's one I'm going to try and really just hammer out and, and, and get through it and, and just put it, you know, put it away finally and say, okay, I beat that one. We're both going to load sure. up our game right now and then realize we're only halfway through the game. Yeah, no, seriously. Well, I'm wondering, you know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I wanted to look it up, too, is like, hey, am I close? Or am I really, like, you know, that far away where it's like, oh, crap. Not that I really will, you know, I, uh, deter me from playing it or want to finish it. Yeah. So, yeah, like I said, it, it's one that's like, hey, maybe I could, it's one I could just put, like, you know, half an hour in every day or, you know, just kind of chip away until it's over with. Kind of. So sque- maybe I will. Squeeze it back in. So I guess we're going to close out today's episode. Um, is there anywhere, anywhere, any place where the listeners can reach you, Paul? Anywhere on the social media links that they want to reach out to and be like, hey, you know what, I got to that point in Persona 5, or I want to talk about this game that you never beat. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if you want to tell me how soothing and, and makes my, my, my voice makes you fall asleep. <laughs> um, yeah, just uh, hit me up on... Uh, on Twitter or Instagram, I'm, I'm Gungraves on everything. Uh, so just Google it or, or type it into those and I'll pop up. It, it's my dumb face as a cartoon. And yeah, what about you, Ralph? Can they yeah, find wait, you? wait, wait, real quick. And Paul's also taking commissions. If you want him to read your favorite bedtime story to you, you know, right. just follow him at <laughs> Send him a message at any one of those. And yeah, for whatever amount you want, he will he'll read you your favorite bedtime story. Yeah, it's like, uh, what are they called? The ASMR? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's for people to sleep. So there you go. I'm, really, I'm in the long, in the wrong line of work here, apparently. <laughs> Man. And as for me, you can find me at, right, right now I'm in the middle of a transition. Uh, I was talking to David about rebranding myself. But right now you can find me on Instagram at Ralph underscore Manz. That's M-A-N-Z. Or on Twitter, you can find me at, at Ralphie M. That's R-A-L-P-H-I-I-M on Twitter. Um, but also for the show, you can find us at anything, everything actually, Brutendo. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're all Brutendo. And you can also email us at podcast at Brutendo. And if you want to suggest a game that maybe we haven't beat, put subject line games unbeaten. And if it's something that we can both talk about, we'll, we'll, we'll likely set it up. All right. Sounds good. So, all right, Paul, um, it was a pleasure talking to you. You have a great night and for the listeners out there take care and and you want, you want to say farewell, Paul. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And, uh, yeah, have a good night. Stay safe out there. 
And don't forget, we'll hopefully see you next week. I know we got a little holiday weekend coming up, and we'll try to put an episode on our usual date. Take care, everyone, and stay well, stay healthy, and stay safe. Bye, everybody. Good night. Or good day. (laughs) 